Hello, welcome to another episode of Gigs and Distance Football Podcast with your host, Elijah Lippert, a.k.a. Franchise. Sorry, it's been a few weeks since we've done one of these. Um, One week I took a vocal maintenance day because uh, my throat was bothering me. Um, Thankfully, I'm feeling better now. Um, And then the other weekend I was deer hunting, so... um, or opening weekend, I was deer hunting. So, anyway, uh, we put it off for a couple weeks. We texted our picks, but uh, sorry, it's been a little bit. Um, you still had some material, though, as anybody who's been listening real knows. I've been doing Maple River football podcasts as they're on the state tournament run. So, um, anyway, congratulations to them once again. But, uh, anyway, I'm going to get the guys on the phone. I'm not going to recap every week, I don't think. Um, well, I'll see what the guys want to do, I should say. Um, if they want to recap the last couple weeks, we will. Otherwise, if they just want to recap last week and get the updated standings, we'll do it that way. But anyway, either way, I'll get the guys on the phone. All right, we got everybody on still? Noah, you still on? Yep. Okay, and Scott? Yeah, I'm here. All right, perfect. All right, um, I know it's been a few weeks since we've done it live, but I'm thinking we'll just give the picks. Rather than go through the last several weeks, we'll just uh, go through the ones we did last week and then give the updated score or standings and then do this week's picks if you guys are okay with that. All right. So, for this last week, we did the Maple River Blooming Prairie Section Championship game. Um, I just came up with odds for that, of course, and we went with that. Uh, I had favored, or I had put Blooming Prairie as three point favorites. And then uh, Noah, Colton, Ethan, and myself all took Maple River to win for double. Scott took Blooming Prairie to cover, so all of us but Scott got two points on that, and then Scott didn't get any. Then we had Minnesota at Baltimore. Baltimore was favored by six. Baltimore won 34-31 in overtime. Noah and Scott took uh, Minnesota to cover. I took Minnesota for double. And Colton and Ethan took Baltimore to cover. So Noah and Scott got a point for that. Then we had New England at Carolina. New England was favored by three and a half. New England won 24 to six. Noah, Colton, and myself took New England to cover. Ethan and Scott took Carolina for double. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati was favored by two and a half. Cleveland won 41-16. Noah took Cincinnati to cover. Everybody else took Cleveland for double. Then we had Vegas at the Giants. Vegas was favored by three. Giants won 23-16. We all took Vegas to cover, so nobody got that. Then we had Green Bay at Kansas City. Kansas City was favored by seven. Kansas City won 13 to seven. Noah, Ethan, and Scott took all, all took Green Bay to cover, so they each got that right. 
I took Kansas City to cover, and they missed it by one point. And Colton took Green Bay for double. So uh, Colton and I did not get any points there. Then just for fun, we had whether I'd get a deer on deer opener. And as most of you probably know by now, I did shoot a buck, but unfortunately it wasn't opening weekend. Uh, I was during the week. So Noah and Ethan, who said I won't get a deer right away, you got that. Everybody else said I'd get a deer. So with that said, Noah got six points. He's up to 34 now. Um, Colton got five points. He's at 31. Ethan also got six points. He's up to 41 now and still has a fairly comfortable lead at this point. Scott got four points and is at 33. And myself, I got five and I'm at 30. So from least to most one more time going into this week, I'm at 30. Colton's at 31. Scott is at 33, Noah is at 34, and Ethan is at 41. So those are the updated standings going into this week. Then we're starting with New Orleans at Tennessee, and Tennessee is favored by three points at home, and we'll start with Scott on this one. Oh, jeez. Um... You said Tennessee was favored? Yep, Tennessee is favored by three at home. Um, obviously, no Alvin Kamara for New Orleans. I think Ingram is starting what I like, but obviously there's no replacing Kamara. Um, Tennessee with their own injury problems. Kind of a toss-up for me, but I'll take uh, Tennessee at home to cover. All right. Let's go to Ethan next. I'll take Tennessee here. Uh, Kamara's out, uh, as well as Jameis for the whole season now. So I think it'll be kind of low scoring just because I think the Saints D is really good. And then Henry's also out for uh, a long time here for the Titans. But I think the Titans are going to take care of business. All right. Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, with Kamara being out, even though I like some of what brings to the table as well, like Scott. Uh, with Javis out too, even though he's had his own inconsistencies through his career, as we've talked about on here. Um, having them both out, I think, hurts him too much. So I'm also going to take Tennessee to cover. Colton? All right, Noah. Yeah, you guys already said it all. No point in me saying it. Uh, for all of those reasons, Tennessee uh, to cover. All right, then we got Cleveland at New England. New England is two and a half point favorites at home. And we'll start with Ethan on this one. Yeah, so it's Cleveland at New England, and New England is favored by two and a half points at home. New 
England is favored, you said. Yep. That's an easy double up. Give me Cleveland. I don't care if Johnson's out. I just think they're a better overall team. Yep. All right, Noah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it should be a good game. They both have winning records. Um, I think this is one of the games I didn't get a chance to look into, so I'm not sure who all is out. Um, I, I kind of want the Patriots to win, honestly, um, but I will take Cleveland for double as well. All right, Colton. All right, Scott. I'm going with uh, New England. I think Baker's too banged up. I think he's playing through too much, and there's only so much that Chubb can do. I don't like the Patriots as a team overall either. I think if everyone's healthy, Cleveland's a better team going away. But New England at home, I mean, not a huge Mac Jones fan so far, but if they throw the ball 35, 45 times, I think he can do enough. And um, probably a close game. Yeah, a lot of times I'd take Cleveland in this game with Stefanski as coach, the former offensive coordinator as the Vikings, but I agree, Baker being banged up and uh, Chubb being banged up a bit too. And New England just in general being a good home team, I mean, at least historically. um, I'm actually going to take New England to cover as well. All right, then we got Minnesota at the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I don't even know where to start with all the guys the Vikings have out. Uh, Michael Pierce is on injured reserve, so he's played what now? I think three or four games the last year and a half since we signed him. Uh, And when he's been out there, I've liked him. He's just, he opted out last year and has been injured this year with that elbow. And now he has to miss a minimum of three games being on injured reserve. You got Daniil Hunter out. You got Harrison Smith out again. You got Anthony Barr out again. Um, So they got a lot of people out, to say the least. Um, With all that said, and I'll start on this one, by the way. um, I still think, like every other time this year, the Vikings can once again keep it close. Um, I wish they had to stop blowing leads when they have them, but uh, that's Mike Zimmer for you, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I think they'll keep it close once again. I've been going back and forth whether I want to try to get double the points again or not. Um, but just to play it slightly safer, I'm going to take Minnesota just to cover. And this one, I think it'll be... Another very close game, like most of our games have been, but I don't know. I hope we pull it out, obviously. I just uh, don't know for sure how it'll turn out. So rather than try to go for double, I'm just going to take them to cover this time. And Chargers by three. And we'll go to you next, actually, Noah. No, I'm glad you mentioned that about the injuries, 
because I had not looked into this game either, um, so I wasn't true, well, sure who all was injured. Um, personally, I think the Chargers would normally win anyway by, like, you know, even if it was a close game. And with all of the injuries, I don't see that there's any way the Vikings are going to win. So I'll take the Chargers to cover. All right. Uh, let's go to Scott next. I actually really like the Vikings in this game. Um, it plays into Mike Zimmer pretty well defensively here. Injuries are obviously a problem. Offensive line with Joey Bosa is concerning. But talent-wise, there's only so much Austin Eckler can do. And behind him, they're really thin. Keenan Allen's questionable. I think he'll play. But he's their top receiver. And the Vikings, by all rights, with Cook and Thielen and Jefferson, should be able to score 35, 45 points. So it's on the secondary for Minnesota. Um, let Austin Eckler have as much as he wants, but he's not going to beat you by himself. So I actually like the Vikings for double. All right. All right, let's go to Ethan next. I'll take the Chargers to cover here. Uh, I think it's time to clean house in Minnesota, and I'm just, I'm big on Herbert. I think Chargers cover easily here. All right, Colton. You saved the best for last? You like that. I, I, you know, the Packers fan. I'm not a Vikings fan. I am not taking Minnesota. Minnesota needs to clean house. Zimmer needs to go. The offensive quarterback needs to go to. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think at this point he's done at the end of the year regardless. I'm just not completely convinced at this point that they'll do it in the middle of the season. But regardless, I don't think he's back next year, regardless of what happens the rest of the year. Yeah, like I said, I think at this point the writing's on the wall. I think him and Kubiak are both gone next year. Um, it's just a matter of if they fire him before the season is over. And honestly, even though I wouldn't have minded to see them do it, I don't think they will at this point, just because any of your assistants you have, in my opinion, don't have a legit chance to be the next head coach anyway. So, like, if you fire Zimmer, for instance, if Kubiak's going to be gone anyway as well, there's no point in making him interim coach. So... I think that's part of the reason they wait till the end of the season. But regardless, I think, like I said, he won't be back next year. So, um, moving on to the next game, we got Seattle at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by three. Um, they opened as five-point favorites, but when news came out that Russell Wilson is also back this week, uh, at, at some point it must have dropped to three. But Green Bay is still favored by three. I also heard this morning, I haven't looked it up myself, but somebody was saying on the radio this morning that there's a chance of two to four inches of snow at Lam or in Green Bay. Um so that could definitely 
be advantage Green Bay if they get snow. So, um, anyway, Noah, we'll start with you on this one. interesting uh, like stat today that when Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers have played each other, I think they've played each other like eight times in total. Four at Green Bay, four in um, four at the Seahawks Stadium, and they're both 4-0 at home. Hmm. So Russell Wilson has never won at Lambeau. Um, he's 0-4 and, four, and uh, Aaron Rodgers has never won there. And that's including playoffs too, I think. Um, so that's just a funny thing that I saw. Um, Especially with, yeah, if it is colder today, if there is a chance of snow, I think uh, I think the Packers got it in play. All right, Colton. Ethan? Give me Seattle for double. I'm excited for this game. I think it's going to be a good matchup, especially if both teams have their quarterback back. A little skeptical with Rodgers just getting back into uh, like the fold of things yesterday, but I think I think Seattle takes care of business and ends up pulling the upset. Scott? So I'm glad you mentioned the weather because I just checked. Um, it doesn't look like two or three inches of snow. Okay. Uh, there's a north, there might be some precip in the morning, but there isn't a pretty substantial wind all day, gusting to 30 miles an hour. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is that kind of guy that just gets pissed about the last couple of weeks, and I think he'll play well to whatever extent passing is a factor, but with the 30 mile an hour wind, I'm more concerned with Russell Wilson coming back colder. I'll take Aaron Jones over Chris Carson. And I think the Packers are deeper receiver, especially in goal line situations. So I will take the Packers to cover it home. Also, all right. And thanks for clarifying the weather. I was going to look too. It's just something I heard on the radio this morning. And like I said, I hadn't looked myself. That's just something I had heard. So I didn't know how accurate it was. But all right. Um, yeah. I am excited with both quarterbacks coming back, but and I didn't know the stat Noah pointed out. That is interesting. Uh, uh, neither of these quarterbacks have beat each other in the other's home field. Um, and, yeah, I'm a little more concerned about Wilson coming back in the cold, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm also – I think Green Bay will get it, take care of business. So I'm also going to go with Green Bay to cover. All right, then we got Kansas City at Las Vegas, and Kansas City is favored by two and a half points, and we'll start with Colton this time. This is a hard one. I'll give my reason why. Um, I think Kansas City is going to win this game. I think they're going to 
Two and a half, Kansas City. Yeah, I think uh, my other team bounces back this week after a disappointing loss last week uh, to the Giants. Um, I think they bounce back and get it done at home. Um, so I'm also going to go with Las Vegas for double. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it could be a very, I think it could be a good game for sure. But with Kansas City and how poorly they've been playing on offense lately. Um, I think Vegas can get more done on offense potentially than Kansas City and do enough to get the W. So um, let's go to Scott next. I don't know. I have a good feel for this one. Um, I lean toward Kansas City because losing to the Giants is kind of rough. And they have a lot going on in their locker room really since for the last month. And I know they're pros, and it's not supposed to affect them, but, I mean, that's an awful lot for a team to absorb what's happened over the last couple of weeks. I like Andy Reid as a coach. I think Holmes is the better quarterback. Obviously, the defense is figuring him out a little bit this year. But I think he'll adapt to that just to clap for the playoffs, unfortunately for my Broncos. But um, that's a good team. I think that's still the best offense in football and um, definitely potential-wise. And I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I'll just take Kansas City to cover. All right. Ethan? I'll take Kansas City here to cover. I think this is a good game, but I ultimately think that Kansas City is going to start to get, start to figure things out here, so I'm going to take them to win this one by over, over the spread. All right. Noah? Yes, you are. Okay. Here, give me one second. I'm just looking at one um, one stat here quick. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, how much? So, who is favored by what? Sorry. Kansas City is favored by two and a half. Kansas City going against an injured team um, and going against, you know, not Aaron Rodgers. They only put up 13 points. Um, oh, it's tough. Um, but then also, what, the Raiders lost to the Giants? Who did they? Yeah, they lost 23-16. to 16. Okay. Now let me think. Um, didn't the Chiefs play the Raiders or the Giants just a little bit ago as well? Uh, let me look. I believe they did at one point, yeah. Um. Yeah, they won 
Um, yep. Before, before the taxes. Okay. Or they've won 20%. Right. Um, you know, it's actually really tough. I think I'm going to pick the Raiders for the... Well, actually, no, never mind. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I'll put the Chiefs to cover. Okay. I forgot about, I forgot about um, everything with, like, the receivers and the stuff that happened with the Raiders. Well, yeah. I, I mean... Rug is, is probably never playing again, it looks like, obviously, with what happened. And uh, then they had to cut another first-round pick. Uh, I don't even remember what all he got in trouble for. I just remember they cut a second first-round pick from last year. So, um, he, got in trouble. he got in trouble for threatening with the gun in a video, I believe. Was that what it was? Okay. I didn't know yeah. for sure. I just knew they cut him right away. The Ruggs thing was more of, you know, on everybody's... Well, that and the Gruden thing, and I knew about the other thing. I just didn't know all the details of it, so... Um, but like Scott said, I mean, they have had a lot going on for sure, but I'm still hopeful and thinking they can rebound. Um, but there's definitely been a lot going on with that team, so... Uh, they, have, they have been in the headlines for the past few weeks, not for anything good, just for some... Yep. All right. So we'll go the last one for this week. Los Angeles Rams at San Francisco. And the Rams are favored by three and a half points. And we'll start with Ethan this time. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to cover here. I'm excited to see what OBJ does in his first uh, career start for them. Uh, he's actually uh, really needed after the Robert Woods news got out yesterday. So I'm excited to see what he, he does in this new system. All right. Scott? I think uh, the Rams are much better team. Um, I think San Francisco has potential, but they haven't put it together uh, so far this year. They're coming off a loss to the Titans or the Rams. Um, I think a game they should have won, even without Derrick Henry. And uh, San Fran losing to Arizona last week wasn't even close. Um, Stafford's having a great year. He's, uh, the Rams are a terrifying team with the two additions that they they have on Miller. A pass rush is ridiculous now. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I haven't heard of Bonus playing with his ankle. I think it was. But I think he should be back in by now. Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's Rams all the way. All right. Um, I just looked really quick. Um, this was an hour ago. Von Miller's ankle injury was worse than the Rams suspected. Um, so that leads me to believe he's, they aren't for sure if he's going to go. And, okay. and 18 hours ago, so yesterday they listed him as questionable. Um, 
but then when that just came out an hour ago that it was worse than they suspected, that's not necessarily a good sign that he's going to play. So. That's also interesting with the trade there, too, that they really don't quite have to have that, that angle. Right. right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll go next. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams to cover, too. And like Ethan said with the news about Robert Woods, I am curious to see how LBJ does in that offense. Um, we know how much of a head case he can be at times, but he still can be a very good receiver, as we know. He's very talented, so I'm curious to see how he does. And, yeah, I mean, between those two additions, um, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC this year. Let's put it that way. I think we all know that the NFC is going to be tough because you got several teams – who do you say just looking at, you know, what they've done this year and looking at them on paper, there's a, a few teams for sure you could say have a, you know, legit chance to go on a run and make the Super Bowl. And, you know, if Stafford's playing well and Von Miller to go with what they already have, they're one of those teams. Um, I obviously hope the Packers don't go to the Super Bowl, but obviously they're one of the teams Tampa Bay, we know, is a good team. You know, Arizona's very good. Dallas had a setback, obviously, last week, but you never know with them. I mean, they're still a good team. So I am curious to see what all happens in the NFC this year is what I'm getting at. It's pretty stacked. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams to cover as well in this one. And we'll go to Colton next. We had a different offensive coordinator when he was there, and our offense was better than they are this year. He also had his first 2,000-yard seasons of his career with Cousins, so I didn't get why he was complaining so much when he was still putting up good stats that he didn't put up before Cousins. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, he did become a diva in the locker room, and we needed to get rid of him as much as I like Diggs. And... If he, I mean, I know Buffalo's winning at this point. That's the difference. But his stats, I don't know if this is still true, but I know a couple weeks ago his brother, a defensive player, had more touchdowns than he did, and he didn't have that many receiving yards on the year. So, honestly, I will not be surprised if sometime soon he starts complaining in Buffalo too. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying I won't be surprised. Um, and maybe he won't if they keep winning. I'm just saying, you know, I think he did become a diva in Minnesota, and I wouldn't be surprised if eventually he starts complaining there, too, if his numbers continue to not be very good. But I will add this, too. Uh, you, Ethan, yeah, you and Ethan were the ones that mentioned the Robert Woods injury. You do realize OPJ and Robert Woods not play the same 
positions, correct? On offense? They're both his his they're both he's, wide receivers. There is a difference. He's a squad and OBJ is different one in the offense. Yes, they're both wide receivers, but they don't play the same position. I just found that out on the pregame. Yeah, well, I don't think either one of us said they played the same position. No, no, we're just saying we're curious to see what he does. All right, Noah? Yeah, um, so wait, what was the news again that just one Robert Woods is injured or whatever? Or yeah. yeah, he is. Isn't he out for the year now? Yeah. With a torn ACL or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I first heard of the game, I immediately thought that the Rams were going to win. Um, although the 49ers, I mean, they have a great defensive line. They have some good players. Um, but I think, I don't know, I think the Rams are going to win. Um, so I'll take what, by two and a half? Or three two. and a half. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll take the Rams to cover. Um, hopefully they win. And then I know... Um, I know what you were just talking about, you know, like Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson. Um, and I, although last year, um, last year Diggs had, you know, like 35 more catches and like 130 more yards and one more touchdown or whatever. So, you know, he did better technically. I mean, this year he has two more catches, um, but he has like 50 less yards and only one less touchdown. So really over the last two years, they've had – Diggs has had more catches, um, but they've had the same amount of touchdowns, and they've had within, I think, like 50 yards of the same. Um, so really, they're pretty comparable. Um, I think it's it's just the fact that, you know, Justin Jefferson is even younger. So I'd say the Vikings, um, they both got a good trade. I think the Vikings should um, like win the trade over the next couple of years, though, because he's younger. All right. Well, I don't need to imagine it because he didn't go there. He went to the Rams, but <laughs> um, and the Rams continue to get. I mean, if you look at people they've they've acquired since Sean McVay has been there. I mean, they definitely show the constant desire to win now. There's no denying that because some of the guys they've acquired since he's been he's been there is pretty remarkable. Now, Von Miller, OBJ. Um, I'd have to pull up the list again. I saw it earlier in the week, but there's been a bunch of other guys too. Jalen Ramsey, um, just to name a few. So I uh, do respect that about them that's for sure that they continue to show they're gonna try to win now so um Gotcha. All right. Um, anybody else have anything they want to add or anything else before we wrap up? Let's hope Nate Wrigley wins this week. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm planning to take off work Friday and go up myself. Um, sounds like they're a run-heavy team, uh, so I am curious to see how that all goes. But um, congratulations to them, just because Colton mentioned it again, uh, not only for beating Blooming Prairie in the section championship, but then winning their first game of state up in Hastings against Pipestone. Uh, we got down 14-0 early and then scored, uh, I think, 39, 40 points unanswered, whatever it was, and won handedly. Uh, they scored one more time late in the game, but it was already out of hand. So congratulations to them. Um, and then they play uh, this coming Friday at 1130 at U.S. Bank against West Central Area Ashby, I think is the name of it. So. But yes, good luck to Maple River for sure. And uh, besides that, anybody else have anything? Five years ago, we were up there at Eastland. What was that, Colton? It says five years ago, we were up there at Eastland. We were. Hopefully they have some better luck, though, this year. I agree. Because that, that year was in the semifinals, too, wasn't it, Ethan, when they lost to... Uh... I forget the name of the school we lost to that year. But... Uh, yeah, Eden Valley Watkins. Yeah, yep, that that's what I thought. All right, anybody else? Nope. Enjoy the games, guys. Yep. You guys enjoy the games, too. Go Vikings and uh, go Seattle just for today. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Yep, thanks. All right, so thanks as always for listening to another episode of Digs and Distance. Everybody have a safe Sunday. Uh, enjoy your warm house if you're inside. Um, otherwise, any fellow deer hunters out there, um, have a good end to the hunting season. Hope you get one today if you haven't already. Um, go Vikings, and good luck to Maple River. Um, Sometime next week, I'm going to have Mike Swala on again to preview the semifinal game. So thanks as always for listening, and everybody have a blessed day.